artist is now known as Mississippi Artist to Artist. We did this to better reflect the content of the podcast. We've grown to hundreds of listeners each week and people are finding us every day. So we're just giving them an easier way to find us. Same great content, a little bit new packaging. If you like what we're doing, we do too. And we want more people to know about it. And a way that you can help us do that is to give us a like, give us a rating and leave us a review. You can hit share on your social medias if you want to, but we appreciate your ears and appreciate your time. Make sure to check out the changes at thelittleyellowbuilding.com where you can check out the art magazine, the teacher's list, the podcast archives. We've really started to build it to better reflect our view of education, entertainment, opportunity, and community. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for believing in this and listening each week. I love this opportunity I get to talk to artists all over our state and finding out how they're surviving and thriving in Mississippi. And I'm so glad that you're along for the ride. Let's get to the interview. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another Spotlight On interview. We have Robin Martea here with us. Um, Thank you for joining us, Robin. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. So to start off with, why don't you get um, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you grew up and your history and background in art? I actually um, I grew up in Mobile, Alabama. Um, I went to my mother enrolled me in a bunch of um, since kindergarten um, magnet fine art schools. And so um, I just remember my favorite, I gravitated towards uh, the art classes, which were held on various days of the week. And as I got, you know, older into college, I went off into marketing um, for my bachelor's at UA at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Um, And then I said, you know what, I really want to do art school. I really want to go to art school. So I enrolled into SCAD's e-learning program which is where I finally finished my um, illustration MFA. So that's um, you started off in Mobile and Mm -hmm. what really got you interested in illustrating? The illustration, well, I can say the art part came from just watching Disney movies. I would color the um, or copy the back of the, the Disney VHS tapes and, um, as far as illustration, I wanted to find a way to merge my marketing degree and art so that I could, you know, get some money off of my artwork, <laughs> which is what I'll, you know, we all, you know, try to do. Well, that's the goal is, is making uh-huh. a living with what we're what we're drawn and given to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about you. You got your MFA and then what happened? Where'd you go? Um, I, I actually I received my MFA in August of this year. So um, I'm into the next phase, which is, you know, seeking, finding work. Um, actually, after that, right. Well, right now I'm focusing on personal works. I do work for the Mississippi Free Press right now. Um I create illustrations for, you know, articles that they may have in particular for their black women um, COVID project. Tell me about that. Um, That's actually um, a sector of 
the Mississippi Free Press, where they interview and they let um, black women write the articles and um, their experience during COVID. And so what I do, I take that article and I try to um, convey what they are saying visually. So that's been pretty fun. I think so far I've done about six or seven. Um, and that started earlier this year. So what a nice project to be a part of. Right. It's, like it's very intriguing, very fun. It's documenting specific voices in specific ways that are going through something that's that's universal. But I love it when it's broken down into who experiences you know, what, what each individual is experiencing at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's got to be really interesting to to dive into their story and then to come up with imagery for it. Right. Right. It is. Now, something that I love about your illustrations and imagery, and I showed it to my students um, because they have a, a harder time grasping on to when shapes are important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we go in to build different pictures and I'm like, oh, we'll start out with your shapes, because if you can start out with some attractive shapes, then you can build off of that. And that's really good basis. Your your illustration work with your shapes and the way you place them and how fluid they are. And it's just it's all so beautifully built together. What inspires you to create all of that? I actually what I do, I like to call um collaging. And so what I, what I do is I'll look at a magazine or I'll pull just random pictures that I gravitate to offline and I'll print them out. And specifically with a magazine, whatever I'm attracted to at that time, I'll cut them out and I'll place them in different um, places on a piece of construction paper and I'll start cutting out words associated with the pictures or either the colors. And then I'm like, okay, it may not make sense like right then, but later on I'll go back and I'll look and I'll be like, okay, this is what my subconscious, I call it subconscious uh, collaging. You know how you subconsciously like write down whatever in your journal it's, it's on your mind at the time. So that's just a form of me getting my thoughts and ideas out. And so I come up with, I start like maybe sketching whatever is on the paper and I I try to sketch a lot. They really, they really enforce that in school is the more you sketch from like real life, the better you'll get with your drawings. Um, And so, yeah, that's pretty much I hope that answers the, answers the question that pretty much. You yeah, it's know, it's nice to hear that you work very intuitively, that mm-hmm. you kind of fall into your flow and you pull out of instinct and then you go back and and you're almost building a visual um, book for you to read. You know, only you can read it. You go through right. and you're, oh, that was what I was talking about. Yeah, right. Right. I love that. I love uh-huh. that. Um, so your work with the the free press and. Um, other magazine or publications. How does that work? How does, I don't know. How does that work life work? Um, It's very, well, I've been very fortunate with the Mississippi free press um, to be able to have free range. Like they'll send me an article and they'll say, Hey, can you do an illustration for this? And um, I'll ask them if they have any ideas, any suggestions, and they might throw, you know, stuff out there. And then I'll take 
you know, what they what they suggest and try to come up with something. If I can't, then um, I'll dig a little deeper and I'll try to figure out, okay, what is the intent behind, you know, this specific article? What words are are jumping out to me at at that time? And um, that's usually what I do. And I'll create a, a sketch and normally in illustrations, there, there's a process specifically with larger publications. There's a process you send over like a sketch and then they approve it. And um, then you send over like maybe a color, a value scale or, you know, colorways or or what have you. But with the Mississippi Free Press, they just I try to stay within the range of colors that they are they already have for their you know, online, um, site. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I send them over a couple of options and they choose from there. So you've gone through, you, you've, you've gotten a wonderful start with the education build you're going through now and you're, you're putting in those little pieces in your CV and in your resume. Mm -hmm. What would you say your dream would be your ultimate, like end all be all? Oh, I know it's hard to say because it always <laughs> evolves, but right. Um, recently, I, I really want to do um, an art, a solo art exhibition. Um, and so I've been kind of toying around with some ideas of what I would envision it to look like. Um, just picking up from things I was very successful in within my artwork and kind of combining all of those. Um, and I also would love for it to be very experimental. So my dream would be to um, have an art exhibition and sell my work. Like I am a fine artist and an illustrator. So if I can apply the illustration to the fine art world and, you know, um, not only exhibit, but gain a range of collectors of my work, that would be my overall dream and and you you just mentioned it and i i'd like to go back and and add in i introduced you as an illustrator but your your artwork it does it is on the line of both you know and it, it travels between the two and you have within your medium and within your creations your um your illustrations you have you know you use watercolor techniques and you have these different layers and it, it's they're beautiful they're broken down and beautiful um now you've done what was the last exhibition that you were in? I'm I had it on the tip of my tongue. I just saw it on your on your website. Uh the Pace Setter Gallery. Yeah, it was here. How was it working with Pace Setters? It's good. Um actually I don't have any work in there currently. Okay. However, um she did invite me, the curator invited me back anytime that I came up with any any new work or you know, something that I would like to put into the gallery. Um, and so hopefully, you know, that works out. Absolutely. I love their the gallery. Um, the Pace Setter Gallery has a really unique perspective. Mm -hmm. And I like seeing what they're offering. They're always offering something fresh and something new. And I really, really enjoy them. Right. So we've gone through, well, tell us about your, um, your application process that you're doing right now, the, the types of work that you're trying to find. 
are there because that's a different that's a whole other realm i've never even i i have no clue how your realm works <laughs> what my my process as far yeah. as like your process of of finding a place that would that you would want to fit with that you would want to especially when it goes into um like the press and when it goes into publication and i'm sure there are like with any other job you you have your work Mm-hmm. with anybody that wants to give you work that's great mm-hmm. let's do that mm-hmm. but then there's like the golden like place i would like to work mm-hmm. is there is there any type of a um that question is just not making any sense <laughs> <laughs> i think it was okay like where would i where would i want to see my work placed placed or yeah. are there any uh, Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I think I have a better idea of what I was trying to ask. Okay. Um, do you do a lot of freelance work? I do. And how is that process? Do you reach out to publications? Do they reach out to you? Is there like a forum that people go on and, and find job postings? Um, I have been looking on um well the SCAD um job portal for jobs. However, freelance, they normally Fortunately, they've been reaching out to me. Um, hopefully, it, I get more of that. Um, but as far as looking for work, I would suggest to any artist listening, put together a press kit. Um, that's something that is is good to have on hand. You know, just a you can have some simple photos of yourself, like headshots. Um, a portfolio of your work, um, your bio, your your resume. Um, and then, you know, if you want to create some a simple promo item, like in in class, they taught us how to, you know, put together a promo package. And some students created like bars of chocolate with their art wrapped around it, like anything, a bookmark, anything that a client can keep to kind of keep you top of mind. Get you noticed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get you noticed and make a list of the people that you would potentially want to work with. Um, that's another thing. And just, you know, send send out the press kits and see what happens. <laughs> well, Robin, I'm, I'm, um, I won't take up too much more of your time. I do. I did have another question, though. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can grab it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's mornings when you just don't get as kickstarted as you I know. Don't. And it's hump day. It's Wednesday, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're in the middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's what it was. Um, so, you know, we, we know about you and your background and we know about you and your art and, and all of that. But tell us a little bit about Robin as a person. Is there anything that you would like people to know about you as a person? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> I get so I caught up with talking about, you know, what we do. It becomes yeah. our identity. But then sometimes yeah. there's a lot to do with our art uh-huh. that is a personal side of us that we don't often get to share. So, I, you know, when I think about it, when I can remember the question, I like to uh-huh. see if there's anything that you would like to share. Um, well, I let's see. Outside of art, I I don't collect sneakers like that but I like to listen to (laughs) conversations about like the sneaker culture 
<laughs> like I like, you know, just seeing what's available. I would not pay an astronomical price for like shoots, but I just it's interesting to, you know, listen to that. Um well, have you applied for any of the um, the sneaker design contests? No, but I, I have a sneaker design that I did create. I could probably that's a good idea. At least once a year, either Nike or Skechers or, or some other sneaker company does a, a call for art. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked oh. at it, man, I wish I was graphic. <laughs> wow. I did not know that. Oh, you got to try that out because I think yeah. your stuff would be cool on a sneaker. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. I'll look into it. <laughs> so for anybody that's coming up behind you and for, um, you know, any artist that's looking to to go through anything that you've been through, would you have any advice for them or for you as a younger self, if you were talking to yourself? Um, I would say to believe in yourself because you have so much more potential than, than you think that you have, um, draw a lot, no matter what you think it looks like, it could look like, I don't know, anything and just believe in it and keep doing more of it. Cause you'll get better. Um, so yeah, like that's, that's what I would say. Just keep drawing. That's the best way to produce the best work is to keep doing more of it. Robin, thank you so much for being on with us and for just for sharing everything, for sharing about you and your work. Um, for anybody that wants to find uh, Robin, she can, you can go on Instagram. It's Mar Martea Design Co. M-A-R-T-E-A Design Co. And then if you want to go and check out Robin's website, it's RobinMartea.com. Right. Thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Derek. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. For anyone else listening, we will be back again next week with another interview with somebody who's telling us about their incredible life. Until then, we'll talk to you next time. Bye.